0: I love, I love everything about Hospitality Huck. It's exciting to cook every night and be my own venue. We can be creative and we can also teach young chefs and apprentices and also give an outlet for, um, for front of house professionals as well to, to really engage with the customer and create an experience. That's what I really love is just being able to be, be able to create that whole experience and let someone escape for the night.
1: This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Opening a restaurant in the big cities allows you to cast a wide net and have a large potential pool of clientele. But in regional centres, the challenge is a little more complex. What does it take to create a great local, but also raise the bar for food too? Kyle Zevenbergen is the chef and owner of Zev's Bistro in Toowoomba, Queensland. Kyle, how are you going?
0: Really well, thanks, Huck. How are you?
1: I'm good. It's good to have you on the show. You've got a bistro in Toowoomba that's made a bit of a name for itself. Um, what's 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 been the secret to its success?
0: Um, I think just our commitment to the, to the community, um, to using local produce has been you know, a, a big thing that we do, you know, we try and focus on. Um, but just also offering something that Toowoomba was lacking, I think really helped set us apart. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we, we're five years strong now and it's it's definitely been a bit of a journey.
1: Well, tell us about those early days when you first opened and you realised there was a hole in the market. What was it like trying to raise the bar for food in Toowoomba?
0: It was, it was pretty difficult and still... Um, it's still a bit difficult five years on. I'd I'd say that the first couple of years, even myself as a, as a cook, um, was working out how, how I want to cook essentially. Um, and, and what we want to offer to the community. So it was, it was a lot of kind of chopping and changing and, and learning, but I think we've really found our stride in the last kind of 24 months. Um, not only with what we're cooking, but our, our wine program as well. Um, and how we've just adapted the, the restaurant and our service style. So,
1: yeah. How, how did you end up in Toowoomba? What was the decision to open there?
0: Um, I grew up uh, in regional Queensland. Um, so I grew up in a place called Chinchilla, where I did most of my apprenticeship, all of my apprenticeship actually. Um, and then... Mum and Dad, they had some property in, in Toowoomba, so it was kind of just a, the next logical move um, or easy move for me when I was a teenager, I guess. So, I moved when I was 18 um, and got a job pretty much straight away in, in Toowoomba, which was nice. And then it was, yeah, a lot of kind of being being around in Toowoomba and then thinking I would move, but then it, it's an easy kind of town to to live in and... Um, there's a lot of local support, so it kind of made sense to to open a place here.
1: Well, take us back to Chinchilla when you were young. What was food like and what role did it play in your family?
0: Oh, look, it was a huge role. Um, Mum and Dad were always busy. They had their own businesses, so that was the one way that we connected as a family, Um, my brother and I and my parents. It was mum's an exceptional kind of home cook and any time we ate out or we went away, my brother and I weren't weren't forced to eat off the off the kids' menu, so I think um, <laughs> having having the opportunity to to eat some pretty exceptional food growing up, not only at home but um, being in nice restaurants, and um, that kind of opened my eyes. And I always had a bug for it ever since I was a little fella. Um, and yeah, just loved eating more than anything.
1: Can you tell us about any of the feasts that you remember from when you were young?
0: Oh, feasts! <laughs> um, I think it was. Oh, so, one thing that always comes to mind, just for as far as home cooking, is just a really good piece of silver side. <laughs> With um, <laughs> Mum, would always make white sauce from scratch, and you know she would never overcook the vegetables, and just those those little things. You know, salt was always on the table. If we needed to add more, we weren't kind of roused on. It was just those little things that. Um, I think, yeah, just eating as a family and eating anything really um, was just how we had fun and, and connected.
1: Do you remember when you first started your apprenticeship back in Chinchilla, what it was like working in a commercial kitchen for the first time?
0: Oh uh, Look, it was a bit terrifying at, at first. And um, actually, I started working for free. I don't know how legal this is now, but... Um, <laughs> I was, I was 13 and a bit um, and I just I was desperate to, to get into a kitchen. So, I approached um, kind of the nicest place in Chinchilla which was called the Great Western and it was a restaurant attached to a to kind of 26-room motel and um, it was like, a place to go in the West, I think. And the lady that owned it um, kind of un- understood the value of employing good chefs and using good produce so even um yeah at 13 and kind of i was like going along i was like hey i want to wash dishes i want to prep veggies um before i could really start my apprenticeship um was pretty cool because i mean when i turned 14 i was already halfway kind of through learning the the shit things (laughs) um yeah, so in, in growing up in Chinchilla, um, being regional, it was a bit difficult to get chefs out there, but I think from the from the two chefs that I had um, during my apprenticeship, I learned I learned a lot and I was very fortunate um, to be able to stay in one place as well that, that kind of retained good staff.
1: What did you take from those days in Chinchilla for your apprenticeship that you've carried on with your career?
0: Yeah. Um, Definitely, just my work ethic. I think more than anything, um, it's showing up early. You know, being being the last to leave, make sure everything's clean, <laughs> um, and the commitment to the customer. I think more than anything, like seeing um, Jill, who owned the restaurant, on the floor all the time, and and really engaging with her customers and, and engaging with with staff. Um, really highlighted how much everything matters, not just the food sometimes, which I thought was really, really interesting. That's probably the biggest thing I take that take on board now, how much everything matters.
1: When you made the move to Toowoomba, what was that experience like for you and what was the first venue you worked in?
0: Um, it was a little bit terrifying. I'd just turned 18, I think, um, when I moved to Toowoomba. So, that was maybe 09. Um And... There was a there's a restaurant still in town now called Gips and it was it's kind of the place to eat and it has been for about 20 odd years and that was my first job when I moved to Toowoomba and um, I was kind of there for a couple of weeks and had a meteoric rise to, to sous chef straight away so to have that responsibility in, in, a, in a venue um, such as Gips was pretty eye-opening at, at 18 um, and... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big venue. We do, it was, we do lots of uh, weddings. So having to kind of dabble in, in a lot of different things was, again, eye-opening straight off the bat um, for, for a young chef, I guess.
1: For those not familiar with Toowoomba, what, what sort of town is it?
0: Um, I think uh, <laughs> it's, it's meant to be like the second largest inland city in Australia so i think including like kind of the surrounding areas is about 100,000 people in Toowoomba. Um, but it's still it's like a it's like a big country town as opposed to a little city in my opinion um, but it it also has a big draw card for um, people who are visiting from from brisbane or the coast um, and it's also a bit of a hub for the for the west as well it's kind of where um, a lot of people from the from the land who have people in uh, kids in private schools, etc. It's it's the, it's a go to town, I think. So it's um yeah, it's always had a lot of support.
1: You opened Zev's at quite a young age, and you've had it five years now. Tell us about what it was like trying to find a site and and create your own business, having you know it being your first restaurant ever.
0: Yeah. I opened Zev's at at 25 um, after a few kind of, yeah, humming and harring about about doing it. Um, And looking for spaces is always exciting but a bit tedious as well. And this was at a time when um, a restaurant like Zev's didn't really exist in Toowoomba and I'd never opened a venue. I'd never really worked for um, a chef with a name that had open venues either. So it was kind of, um, it was a huge learning curve, but exciting nonetheless, I guess.
1: <laughs> and the site that you settled on, how did, how did you pick that site? And, you know, was there any challenges in the early days in pulling it together?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the site, um, I mean, it made sense from a from a business standpoint, I guess, and from a how much it was going to cost me to fit out, <laughs> sense um it was the only space that I looked at that had things like a range hood and it had plumbing and gas and um but when I when I took the space over it was actually a sushi train so to kind of turn that around from um from a sushi train into a kind of casual high-end restaurant um yeah it definitely had a lot of challenges and but I opened it with uh, with the support of my my parents which was super nice and um Mum has a great kind of eye for details so to be able to handball some things to her (laughs) for as far as color scheme and and furniture and stuff like that definitely helped and it's kind of every every couple of months we're kind of reassessing hey what what can we change in the restaurant to to really make it feel like ours as well so still five years on it's it's evolving
1: Tell us about um, producers. It's really at the heart of what you do. What was it like in the early days trying to connect with produ- local producers to have them star on the menu? Um,
0: I think it was pretty easy because I had I had um, obviously connections from when I worked at, at Gipps and we had access to a lot of great producers there. Um, and Toowoomba being such a hub for, for the Downs, to access great beef, um, to have the Lockyer Valley just down the range, to have access to great fruits and vegetables and um, I guess local markets as well. Just to put yourself out there is pretty easy in, in Toowoomba um, with everything kind of so close. Um, but I think that the, the hardest thing was definitely changing the the diner's kind of mind on how food is offered um we kind of always had a variation of a tasting menu plus an a la carte menu when we first opened um which people kind of didn't really get the concept of at least local diners but um They've definitely come to to know us for only offer a tasting menu now, and really love that way of dining. So that's been exciting for us um, to be able to change the menu when we please, and really have the support and the and the faith of of local diners um, to come back for for what we're offering.
1: What is the region like for for produce? Is there any um, a couple of producers perhaps you can tell us about that you like to use?
0: Um, the beef, I mean, is, is, is a huge, huge for the downs. Um, and there's a stockyard beef is one, a great supplier that we use. Um, they have exceptional, exceptional beef. Um, so we always kind of showcase some variation on, on the tasting menu. Um, but one thing that I'm super excited about using at the moment is, uh, cod, so it's a sustainable cod farm from a town near Chinchilla um, called Condabilla. So to be able to have that on the menu as well at the moment um, in a different, a couple of different preparations is is super nice for us.
1: Tell us about the cooking in the early days. How, how much has it changed and, and what, were, what were you cooking back then when you first opened?
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 um yeah, I'm, I'm a completely different cook, I think, from when we first opened. Um, and yeah. as I said, like, my, my experiences are, are pretty limited, But and I'd say for the most part I'm kind of self-taught um, for mm-hmm. as far as cooking goes. Um, as I said, I had a great apprenticeship where I learned the basics and I was kind of thrown in the deep end at Gips and then I had a handful of kind of odd jobs. Um, but... To really cook how we did when we opened versus now, um, it's it's a little more refined, um, and I think my approach to food is kind of being, um, I guess, a, approachable but elevated in a sense. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just being being consistent and. and Evolving is the key to, to how I approach cooking and how I cook now.
1: Tell us about a dish or two that you have on the menu and and how it exemplifies what you where your cooking's at at the moment.
0: Um, again, I think it would be the condebillet cod. Um, so we serve it it's steamed um, on uh, like pickled roasted capsicums and then barley that we cook in in dashi. Um, and then at the table we're pouring a little, uh, it's essentially a bula base, but it's like a tomato based dashi. So it's super rich and warming for winter and um, just the the steam preparation of the cod to showcase how, how flaky and succulent it is. Um, I think that's kind of a, a refined example of what we're offering. And also our dessert at the moment. Um, I'm getting fresh truffles from, from Deb, um, Deb Oliver, the truffle lady on the Gold Coast. And we're just shaving those over vanilla panna cotta, um, with hazelnuts, uh, artichoke chips and a caramel that we make from artichoke juice as well. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty out there for Toowoomba, um, but it's definitely been uh, a dessert that I've kind of become known for, which is nice as well. So it's our third year running, offering that and being able to showcase fresh truffles as well. So they're two things that we're pretty excited about at the moment.
1: You mentioned uh, the community of Toowoomba as well and the connection that you have with them. What's it been like trying to create your own business, enhance the food scene and, and have that community connection?
0: Um, I think we've been pretty well received from from a from a good handful of locals, and and um, being close to Brisbane, we have a lot of inbound customers as well. I'd say it's probably fifty percent of our customer base are people who are visiting Toowoomba, um, if not just for the weekend. Some people who travel just to eat at Zevs, which is super humbling, um, and yeah, just trying to put ourselves out there in the community. Um, with with our food and and with our wine program as well i connected with a um a local art gallery a couple of months ago and actually paired wine to art which is something pretty different and um it was fun to to research and um yeah and and put something on for the community through through the art gallery that um kind of showcased different wines as well, which is a huge focus that I've had the last kind of 24 months within the restaurant.
1: What's it been like in the last year and a half for you? You mentioned that, you know, a percentage of your clientele come from out of town. What's, what's the challenges and positives been of this last year and a half?
0: Um, well, I mean, I think the challenges, all of us are pretty aware of, of um, what we've had to deal with and how we've had to adapt, but in the support of the locals, it was really highlighted there when we could offer a takeaway menu. Um, and then the the positives to take from that is just how much the the region, um, I think, has really boomed after being able to reopen. Um, there's lots of new places opening in town, um, and a lot of new people that have kind of that are hungry for something different because they've had. Kind of their their ability to travel taken away from them, so the 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 regions really stepping up to to,
1: sh, to show some things. As a very young business owner, what sort of impact has it had on you personally?
0: Oh, look, <laughs> again, I, th- I think the 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 impact that we've all felt, um, but I'd say it's been a, a positive one more than anything. Just knowing that we can adapt. Um, and survive through what we've all been through, um, through kind of hard work and, and resilience and just opening up lines of communication with, with our staff, with suppliers, with um, our landlord. Just being being open and communicating, I think, was probably the biggest thing that we had to really focus on. So that's kind of been a positive thing, I guess.
1: Well, what do you, What do you love about what you do?
0: I love I love everything about hospitality, Huck. Um, you know, I, I, it's exciting to cook every night and be in my own venue, where um, we can be creative and we can also teach young chefs and apprentices, and also give an outlet for um, for front of house professionals as well to to really engage with the customer and create an experience for for the for the diner. Um, that's what I really love is just being able to be be able to create that whole experience and let someone escape for the night.
1: Well, as as being a destination for those that come to Toowoomba, apart, what's what sort of um, food town is Toowoomba? Um, <laughs> it's still quite
0: reserved, I think, but we're slowly chipping away at. Um, at giving the diner a different experiences, um, there's a lot of new venues that have opened that are that are following suit. For as far as cocktail bars or wine bars that are offering um, a real point of difference for for local diners, um, because yeah, for, for, for such a long time it was kind of it was a it was a palmy town, and <laughs> um, which I mean a good palmy is is, is good. But, yeah, I think there's a lot of um, a lot of people desperate to try something different, which is what what we're offering.
1: for someone that's um, made a real success at a young age and raised the bar uh, in a regional city, uh, what sort of advice would you have for for those that are quite young like looking to go out on their own?
0: <sighs> I don't. Feel like I'm qualified to say, it but I probably am in in some regards. I think it's just just give it a go. Um, if you can really be true to yourself and and commit to offering experience for the customer, I think they're they're always they're um, they're the ones who vote with their feet, you know, and they're going to come back and support you if if you do a good job. Um, and just yeah. Giving it a go is, is all that you can do if you're fortunate enough to, to find a space and have the opportunity to, to do so. Um, yeah, just be yourself and, and commit to offering an experience for, for your
1: diner. You rolled the dice uh, five years ago to open your own venue. What, what's your future plans? Do you have anything else in store in the next couple of years?
0: To be honest, I didn't really open with much of a plan, <laughs> 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 which is not a not a great business move, I guess. Um, but to even to make it to five years, I'm, I'm super proud of of what we've achieved and and um, the team that I've had over the years. Um, I'd love to continue to develop what what ZEVS is, I guess, um, for as far as how we cook and and the wine that we offer and the service experience. Um, That might be for the next couple of years. I've always believed in kind of spaces existing for only a certain amount of time um, before potentially moving into something else. Um, Whether or not that's an achievable goal right now, um, it's one thing that we' you know we're excited to talk about and and potentially offer something
1: different for Toowoomba in the future well it sounds amazing and uh, we're very honored to have you on deep in the weeds to hear your story today um, please keep in touch Kyle and uh, we'll catch up again soon
0: thanks so much Huck really appreciate it
1: this is the deep in the weeds podcast I'm Anthony Huckstep